Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, Montana? Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm looking at myself up here on the TV. So we're, we're going to get this chair thing figured out. I got this nice new chair, which is very comfortable. Makes me flow a lot better when I'm rapping and rhyming here. But I do look a little short. I'm also seeing that I have less hair than I've ever had on TV before. Thanks to the folks down at Compass Barbershop. Do a great job, especially if you don't have a complicated haircut. In fact, I have the easiest haircut in the world. It's called Shave It and Shave It Closer Until It's All Gone. We're going to be going Chrome Dome someday. We'll see. Thanks for being with us here on Thursday. Hope you're having an outstanding week. Ton of stuff to get to today. Thursday is pretty locked and loaded, rock solid, because Thursdays are Big Sky Conference hoops nights, and there's all sorts of games rolling throughout the Big Sky Conference, including... A big upset in the women's league in a game that already took place today. Northern Colorado takes down Idaho State. And uh, that definitely has repercussions throughout the rest of the standings. So we'll get into that around the big sky in women's hoops. The Crystal Redpath off the top here. We'll do that for the first hour. And in the second hour, we'll take you around the men's league. Sean Rainey, our good friend from SWX Montana Television, 
will join us. Recorded with him earlier today. So he'll chime in uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, as well as we'll hear from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, as well as Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. The Montana schools here in Missoula, the Lady Grizz host Idaho tonight. The Montana men are on the road in Moscow to play at Idaho. The MSU women host Eastern Washington in Bozeman. And the MSU men, one of the biggest games in the Big Sky this weekend, play at Eastern Washington. The Bobcats, of course, riding an 11-game winning streak, winners of 16 out of 17. Eastern had a little bit of a fall. They they lost four in a row, but they've won three in a row since then, and uh, they're a dangerous team. They have a lot of weapons, a lot of prolific scores, so that'll be one to watch as well. We'll get to all that in the second hour. I know that the weather's been sort of weird up and down in terms of how warm or cold it's been. We've had some rain the last couple days, but snow is on the horizon. And either way, next weekend, next Saturday, Lost Trails got something super cool going on. They, on Saturday, February 26th, support the men and women of Lost Trail Ski Patrol who keep all of us safe at Lost Trail during their 37th annual steak fry. There's a barbecue dinner, live music, and a torchlight parade. You can enjoy great food, brews by Great Burn Brewery, as well as awesome Weisenborn slide guitar by Dan Duque out of Whitefish. Tickets can be purchased at the Lost Trail Ski Patrol Base Shack. You want the steak dinner? 20 bucks. You want the hamburger dinner? 12 bucks. To find out everything you need to know about the 37th Annual Steak Fry at Lost Trail, which is raising money for a great cause, you can always go to LostTrail.com. You can always find current conditions, Lift ticket prices, lessons, anything and everything you want to know about Lost Trail, visit LostTrail.com. Lost Trail, go for the snow. If you want to get a hold of the show, you want to be a part of the action here today, you always can, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text us today during the first hour because our great friend Krista Redpath, our women's basketball insider for the Big Sky Conference. She is in Arizona. We'll get to her in just a quick minute. But she's down in Arizona, took her kiddos down there. I know her her folks live down there as well, but also they got big AAU tournament. This is actually the talk of the town. I have a lot of friends with kids of similar ages. A lot of people are down there competing in this AAU tournament, so it should be fun for the boys from Montana. But because she's going to be on the line, we won't be able to answer the line as as easily. So if you want to get a hold of us, you want to be a part of the show, text us, 406-888-1029. And uh, you're going to want to remember that number as well. If you want to enter our ticket giveaway for the Big Sky Conference Tournament in Boise, or if you want to win a six-pack and a sandwich, courtesy of Warden's Market, we'll be doing that here at the top of the hour, about 5 o'clock. We have a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warden's Market, so stay tuned for that. Again, 406-888-1029 is the number. And all guests join us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. You want to stream the show anywhere on any of your mobile devices, you can do it anywhere around the planet, your cell phone, your tablet, your laptop. Just visit 1029ESPN.com, click on Listen Live, and you'll find the stream. And, of course, you can always watch us on YouTube as well. We are coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can always find amazing winter savings at Northwest Motorsport. Visit NWMS Rocks today for the biggest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, SUVs, and more. Take back the road with Northwest Motorsport. Let's dive into it. This week around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath is brought to us once again by Sleep City. Appreciate Sleep City for all of their awesome 
support of this endeavor. It's been very awesome having Krista on board as well. Sleep City, one of the largest luxury mattress dealers in the United States, offering the best brands in the sleep industry. Their five-star rated mattress store is committed to improving your sleep by offering you the best specialty mattresses and bedding accessories available anywhere. They have incredible financing offers, no sales tax in select areas. You can find out everything you need to know about Sleep City by visiting sleepcity.com to learn more today. Let's go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in. Krista Redpath. Krista, how was your travels? How are you, how are you doing? How's your travels? Oh, great. Flight was good. Just here in sunny Phoenix, Arizona. Got to love it. Well, let's talk a little bit about that element first because uh, I know you're coaching this AAU team, and I think this is great. You guys are sort of diving into some of the top competition. I saw a couple other parents in the Missoula community uh, that are uh, have kids of your same kid's age, and, and they were saying, hey, it's going to be fun. We're going to see a lot of good competition. Uh, but this is going to be sort of uh, an eye-opener for some of your kids, I think, right? But I, probably what you guys want with this trip down there. So what, what's the weekend hold for you and your squad? Well, this is a national tournament, and it's held at the Bell Bank Park, which is uh, powered by the Legacy Sports USA. It's a huge multi-purpose park, like 320 acres, if you can even believe that, of indoor and outdoor facilities. So it's it's just going to be massive, and there's quite a few eighth-grade teams from across the U.S. that are in this tournament. So we thought it was important for our boys, our Missoula boys, to see a national market and to see some of these teams from around the U.S. So that's why we're here. We'll I see also, how it goes. We're, <laughs> I also hear that there's maybe is a couple eighth graders down there in this tournament that are about six eight. Is that true? <laughs> yes. I mean, the biggest kid on our team is six three, and my son's getting close to six feet. But yes, there are some six seven and six eight fourteen year olds. So I'm not. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'll be interested to see who these are. Unbelievable. Well, that would be a great experience, and we we wish you the best of luck uh, with all of that. Let's dive into the Big Sky Conference because there's been an unbelievable amount of action since the last time we did this segment because with all of these rescheduled games and makeup games on Mondays and Tuesdays and even sometimes in the middle of the day on a Thursday, we've had a ton of action since the last time we did around the Big Sky women's hoops. So let's go through each and every one of these things and then we'll get into some of the analysis of all of it. First, it started with the Lady Grizz losing on a buzzer beater at NAU when they thought they won on a buzzer beater at Northern Arizona. This was crazy. Sophia Stiles hits a buzzer beater with uh, what ended up to be about a second left on the clock. You and I were both at the men's Grizz game. The PA announcer at Dahlberg Arena announces Lady Grizz win, 57, or 59-57. The crowd cheers. It was a you know fun moment. And then you come over at halftime and sit with me, and you're like, Coulter, this was not a buzzer beater for Montana. They put 8.8 seconds left on the clock, an inbounds pass to Karika Rashid, and NAU actually is the one that gets away with a buzzer-beating win that included not only a shot at as time expired, but also then a controversial trip to the free-throw line in which Rashid capped it. We're going to get into the Lady Grizz, but here's a couple more results before we start analyzing um, a couple of these teams. Sac State has now won 9 out of 10 after they had a signature win over Southern Utah. That's probably the best win at SAC during this recent spurt. MSU had their eight-game winning streak snapped uh, during an impromptu trip to Southern Utah. They were supposed to play at Portland State. Instead, they played at Southern Utah, had their winning streak snapped, but they bounced back. 
with a win over Northern Arizona. So MSU has now won 9 out of 10 as well, just like Sac State. The Lady Grizz, they lost on that buzzer beater. Then they turned around and didn't play until Monday, and they lost Eastern Washington again. So there is a ton on the line for Montana against Idaho tonight. So we're going to get into the rest of the league, but let's start there. Let's start with the Lady Grizz because this is a team that has showed flashes of how good they can be. But the last couple weeks, particularly with Sammy Fackin mostly out of the lineup with an ankle injury, they've been really struggling. So, first of all, what did you think of not only the way that it ended against Northern Arizona, but then it seemed like maybe that disappointment lingered into the game on Monday as well? Well, that NAU game was really tough. The Lady Grizz started out just not real strong offensively, only five points in the first quarter. They were six for 31 in the first half. They had one made three, but they were really only trailing by five points at half. But they just could not get the momentum in their favor as NAU just seemed to have an answer. I mean, Sophia had a great game with 18 points, and Danny Barsh played well. Uh, but it just seems that they couldn't come up with stops when they needed to. They struggled with their defensive intensity at times, especially in the fourth quarter. And they were they were getting there, uh, but Sophia, you know, hits that big basket, Coulter. Like you said, we were both at the men's game, so I have the sound off. But I could just see when Coach Payne called the timeout to advance the ball, and there was 0.8 seconds left. They have some players on their squad. And Kyrika Rashid, preseason MVP last year, you know how she plays, Coulter. She's just, she's just tough. And Nita Radford, back this year after sitting last year, she had the pass to Kyrika Rashid. A little bit of drama at the end of the game because the referee blew his whistle and signaled for the foul but ran right to the scorer's table and was checking time. And so there was some miscommunication thinking that possibly he didn't call the foul and he called it after he was at the monitor, which is not the case. He actually did call the foul. And there was contact on the play. I've watched it from three different angles, and I can definitely see that there was contact. Yeah, the so, con- the Again, con- a tough move. The, the controversy sort of stems from the fact that it was such a bang-bang play, right? The, the whistle blew as the shot was going up, and you have to wonder – if it's a clean catch and a clean shot, do they blow the whistle? Were they anticipating blowing the whistle beforehand? I really don't know what I think right. of the call. It's one of those calls where it's like, if you knew the shot wasn't going to go in, it's an okay foul to call. If you knew the shot was going to go in, maybe not. But these guys, you know, the the, the, official, the officials are not psychic. They don't know if the shot's going to go in or not. I know there was a lot of people that were complaining about this call, but here nor there. I, I, one thing that Brian Holsinger does deserve credit for, and, and this is something I've always said throughout my time analyzing any level of basketball, is it never comes down to the last minute. It never comes down to the last second. In fact, that's just how it's determined. That's the final play, but it always has to do with everything up to that point. So what could the Lady Grizz have done better in this game and throughout the weekend to, to sort of mitigate this and, and not have it come down to these last-second scenarios like they have against a couple teams in the bottom half of the league? For sure, and I think that was just digging themselves into that offensive hole. I mean, like I said earlier, they stepped up the D and the intensity in that fourth quarter towards the end. They could sense there was urgency, but they could just not put the ball in the hole. And I was taking a look at, you know, Sammy Fatkin being out of the game, and I think we'll we'll be able to dive into this more at the Eastern game. They really miss her attacking the rim because it opens up their game so much more. And without Sammy in there... Montana is stagnant on offense. 
and it's kind of one pass and one shot up Coulter. And I think that just really hurt them offensively against Northern Arizona. We're out the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath. She's joining us today on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. She'll be back in the fold here in Missoula next week. It's presented this week by Sleep City. Sleep City has a full line of sleep products accompanied by a professional, well-trained staff, and they create an enjoyable shopping experience for all their customers. Find out why consumers online to prefer to shop the Sleep City way with free shipping, incredible financing, and no sales tax in select areas. You can visit sleepcity.com to learn more. Well, the Lady Grizz fall in this close game, and, and it's not a terrible loss because Flagstaff at this current moment is a tough place to play, not necessarily because of a crazy atmosphere, but because of almost no atmosphere whatsoever. But that's a whole different discussion. But NAU is a, is a good team. They have good players. Lori Payne's a, good, a really good coach. But then Montana had a complete head scratcher their last time out when they played Eastern Washington. They go on the road to play in Cheney against the Eastern team with less familiar faces than anybody in the league under a first-year head coach, and they lose 63-57. They only scored 18 points in the first half. And so I guess my my number one question is, you mentioned Sammy Fackett. Is, that, is she that important to the Lady Grizz, or is, is this a surprise that they weren't able to get anything going offensively? Because that loss, to me, that was shocking. Well, I think that there's lots of teams that have to go without players. I mean, we've seen it with Idaho State. We've seen various um, teams have to just be able to figure out another way. And Montana just was not able to do that. I think against this Eastern team, this is only the fourth time the Lady Grizz have been out-rebounded this year. And unfortunately, those rebounds, uh, you know, were critical for Eastern, both on the offensive end and the defensive end. And the Lady Grizz also had 17 turnovers. And those 17 turnovers led to points for Eastern Washington. So I think that they're, it's, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than Sammy. Um, they are struggling with some shooting woes and some inconsistencies. But I will say this, Coulter, the tournament in Boise is set up for teams to come in and just have a great run that week. So we talk about teams peaking right now and who's playing their best basketball. Obviously, you want to be heading into the end of February. But you and I know how it goes in Boise. And if a team can get hot, um, they could they could win through. And that's including an Eastern Washington team, which I have to say showed some poise. Um, Jacinda Buckley, she's a heck of a player. Um, player of the week this last week for the Big Sky, 17 points, 12 rebounds. Big game. The two scariest teams in the league right now, talking about playing well, if they can sustain this level of play, they're absolutely going to be two of the favorites heading into Boise. It's Sacramento State and Montana State. So let's start with the Bobcats. They had their eight-game winning streak snapped. It was a weird deal because they were supposed to go to Portland. They got to the airport. The game was canceled, or I guess uh, postponed. And then they parlayed and decided to go to a different trip and head to Southern Utah. So they only had about 36 hours to even think about that being their opponent, let alone prepare. That said, T-Birds continue rolling, and they're certainly a contender in the Big Sky Conference as well. They beat Montana State 70-60, to but MSU bounces back with a great win over NAU in Flagstaff. So that's sort of what I'm talking about. It seemed like the result against Northern Arizona sort of impacted the next game for the Lady Grizz. It seemed to also impact the next game for the Montana State women, but in the opposite fashion, it seemed to inspire them. They seemed to play really well in Flagstaff. So what did you think of the bounce back by the Bobcats? 
Well, I thought that was impressive because, you know, we've talked, I haven't mentioned too much about these games and how many games these women are playing, but Montana State, five games in nine days, and that Southern Utah was number four. So it's been a grueling stretch for a lot of these teams, and to show the bounce back against NAU just shows resilience. It shows depth. Uh, There's just a gritty toughness about Montana State where they seem to come up big when it counts. And so I very impressive win at NAU after losing at Southern Utah. Again, that was a tough one because changing course like that, it does affect your scout and your prep. And, uh, you know, you're going into someone else's arena as well. At Sac State, they their, their first time exposing themselves to a vast majority of the people listening to us right now on ESPN Radio was during the, the beginning of the conference season way back in December, and Sac State stumbled out the gates. They started 0-4 in league play, but now in Mark Campbell's first season at the helm, Sac State's flat rolling, and you look at what they have upcoming, and they have a real opportunity to not just play their way into getting a bye in the first round, but they could absolutely make a run at the conference title, and that in itself is totally unlikely. They have the Montana schools coming down to Sacramento to end the the regular season. But before that, they have Weber State, Idaho State this weekend, and then Idaho and Eastern Washington. On paper, I know you can't ever score anything out on paper because on paper, Montana was supposed to win in Cheney on Monday as well. But on paper, Sac State has a real opportunity here. But, But before we get to that future, how about just the here and now? I mean, Sac State, Mark Campbell's doing a heck of a job there. Uh, with the Hornets, and they are a team to be reckoned with right now in the Big Sky Conference. Well, sure, and that huge win over Southern Utah. I mean, they just exploded in the fourth quarter and scored 30 points. I was just blown away. But Liliana Tillman and Ismail Nadebo, both you know, leading the team. Liliana Tillman, number one in the conference. She's playing close to 38 minutes a game. She's taken 185 field goals, Coulter. That's just a lot of shots. And Ismail Nadebo, number nine in the conference, she took 136. And I'm looking at that because I want to see the next closest player is Darian White at 129 shots. But what it shows me about Sac State is they don't just rely on one weapon. They have a fantastic guard that's explosive and can shoot. And they also have that inside presence with Nadebo. They're a very tough team and legitimate in this Big Sky Conference race. Is uh, there's so many, this dynamic is so similar in the league right now. And I'm doing a feature story on this on behalf of the Big Sky leading into the Big Sky tournament. And that is about the five new coaches in the league. And and we've seen some ups and downs with Northern Colorado and Eastern Washington and Montana. And we've seen mostly struggles so far to start the Chelsea Gregg era with Portland State. And we saw a down and then a massive up in the Mark Campbell uh, era at Sacramento State. So what have you thought of just his ability to do this? I think it's twofold, right? It's his ability to sort of change the mentality there at Sac State. But also, he just brought in two of the best players in the league in Natabo and Tillman as transfers to really revamp this this Sac State program. So what have you thought of just uh, the job that, that Coach Campbell has done there sort of revamping the Hornets? Well, the urgency behind bringing those two in is very impressive. I mean, Mark Campbell spent seven years with Oregon, you know, three straight regular season pack titles, two Pac-12 tournament champions, 
the final four in 2019. Like he obviously brings a high level of coaching, but you just don't know how that's going to transcend moving from the pack into a head coaching position at Sac State and looking at where that program was and, and where it is now under coach Bunky Hawker Road, which we spoke about the Sac State, you know, percentage game where they just put up as many shots as possible and almost try to confuse their opponents. Um, using some of those same weapons, I think Summer Menke has fit into Coach Campbell's system and has also done a great job coming in and scoring and giving that lift to Sac State outside of Nadebo and Tillman. I'm very impressed, and I, I think they're legitimate. And you look at their first three losses that they had out of the shoot. So they started 0-3. Losing, coming to Montana, that's you know arguably the hardest road trip to make, and they did that at the start of conference. Um, and then they lose one to Southern Utah. Um, and and so it's it's like 0-3, but they have continually gotten better. And they're almost on this, like, sliding scale where they're just going upward and peaking at the right time. We're going to continue to talk about some of their advantages because I do think that Natabo is one of those players where if you would like to do this, you could certainly just throw her the ball <laughs> during the postseason and get out of the way because she is a dominant force. Uh, we'll get to that here in, in segment two, but it's around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath. And I want to get back into some of the stuff that's been going on uh, around the league. In terms of what's going to happen here, here and now tonight, there's six games left on the schedule for Montana State, and after... Northern Colorado beat Idaho State today. Now, all of a sudden, the wow. Bob... Yeah, right? Wow. And the Bobcats now are in first place before Eastern comes to town, but now they have a chance to even get a, a full game up on Idaho State uh, with Eastern in town as well. So not only does Montana State have a golden opportunity tonight, but also a surprising result with Northern Colorado clinching their sixth league victory over first place ISU. Right. I mean, this is going to get really interesting. We're, we're less than three weeks away before tournament time, and you're taking a look at different scenarios, and it's starting to take shape. And Montana State is definitely in the mix. So it's going to be really interesting these next couple weeks. It's also very interesting that this is the last home weekend in Bozeman. The Bobcats have Eastern Washington tonight and then Southern Utah on Saturday, and then they have four on the road to finish the regular season. They're at Portland State. They're at Montana for the uh, Bobcat Grizz game. Then they're at SAC and at Northern Colorado to finish. And so MSU, they have a, a great opportunity to make a run at what would be their fourth Big Sky Conference regular season title in the last six years. For the Lady Grizz, a enormous game tonight against Idaho. Montana, I thought their loss on Monday, regardless of who you're missing or whatever the circumstances are, I know Eastern's gotten better. It's an unacceptable loss to me. I think that they, they had to take care of business there if they wanted to stay in the driver's seat of earning a buy in Boise. But now tonight's game against Idaho is absolutely massive because don't look now, the Vandals have struggled massively this year. But they are 5-7 and seven in league play and Montana 7-6, and six, and Idaho has two of their next three against Montana. They play Montana twice in the next five days. Lady Grizz have to get one tonight at home, particularly because it's going to be so ramped up in Moscow on Monday. So what do you think of this matchup with the Vandals coming to town here in Missoula tonight? Well, I think the Vandals are riding high because they're coming off a win against Weber State, and that was a really big win for them. Um, but I also look at the fact that, you know, they gave up 96 points to Montana State, and they gave up 103 points to Idaho State. So I wouldn't say that they're the strongest on the defensive end, 
So the battle of two different styles tonight in Missoula as Montana leads the conference in defense. And so it'll be interesting to see if they can come out with that assertiveness on defense and really shut down Idaho on the offensive end. Um, I think that's going to be a really interesting matchup. I've been impressed with Louise Orsay. She's the transfer from Gonzaga. Um, she is averaging just under 13 points a game. And then obviously Beyonce B, one of our favorites, preseason MVP. Uh, and she's averaging close to 13 points and 7.7 rebounds. So a multiple, you know, weapon there between Louise and Beyonce. And then you have Sydney Gandy and Tiana Johnson. You know, both of those players, you know, have, have rounded out Idaho and they've struggled. They've been out rebounded a lot, Coulter, this year. So if I have to look at a key to the game, even tonight in Missoula, is going to be who's going to claim the boards. And we've seen Montana struggle with some foul trouble with Abby Anderson and Carmen G. Feller, who have been on the bench. And Kylie Froelich had a great game against Southern Utah. But I think some of those different scenarios are going to come into play tonight at Dahlberg. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath, presented this week by Sleep City. You can visit Sleep City online at sleepcity.com anywhere in the world. So please go check that out for any of your mattress or bedroom needs. You want to go to the Big Sky Tournament in Boise? It's the second week of March. We'll be there. Uh, I'll be working on behalf of the Big Sky Conference as well as SkylineSportsMT.com. i got most of my crew coming down there as well. And Krista, of course, will be on the call as the color commentator with Jenny Cavanaugh on behalf of the Big Sky Conference for each and every game, stem to stern, in Boise. If you want to join us, we got a pair of passes for you. Just text Big Sky in Boise or hit us up on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at 1029ESPN or at Skyline Sports MT or at Krista Redpath, or you can send a text to 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Just engage with us in any of those ways. Let us know that you want to go to the Big Sky Tournament in Boise. The Big Sky in Boise in association with Skyline Sports sending two of you to one of the best weeks of the year in the Big Sky Conference. With all of that action that we just recapped, what do the standings look like? We'll take a look at those and take a look at some of the upcoming, more challenging future schedules as well. Keep it right here. New on is now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. 
The gala begins for basketball teams across all levels of Montana starting tonight. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. On the prep level, various district tournaments begin Thursday at the Class A, B, and C levels. The Southwestern A tournament kicks off in Dillon, while Shelby hosts the 1B event. The 2B district is in Glasgow, while 3B is in Colstrip, 4B is in Columbus, 5B is in Belgrade, 6B is in Florence, and 7B is in Big Fork. The 2C tournaments are in Sydney, while Wolf Point hosts 3C, Miles City hosts 4C, Red Lodge hosts 6C, and Great Falls High hosts 8C. The 9C tournament is in Haver, while the 10C district is in Conrad, 12C is at Butte Central, 13C is in Frenchtown, and 14C is in Ronan. At the college level, the Lady Grizz have a pivotal game against a rival at Dahlberg Arena. Montana has lost four of its last six games and sits at five and six since the beginning of 2022 with a previously struggling Idaho squad coming to town. UM lost on a buzzer beater at NAU Saturday, then fell to 10th place Eastern Washington Monday to sit at seven and six in league play alone in sixth place. Idaho is five and seven and in seventh in the big sky, but plays two games in five days against the Lady Grizz. The Montana State women host Eastern Washington in Bozeman tonight. The MSU men take their 11-game winning streak on the road to play at an Eastern team that beat Weber last weekend. And the Grizz men play at Idaho, a team with three league victories, the latest of which also came over Weber State last Saturday in Moscow. And the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne I toasted you, said, honey, we may be thrilled, but you'll never hear me complain, cause I got friends in <laughs> Oh, man, this is the ultimate uh, listener engagement slash uh, our producer, Andrew Houghton, conjuring up some memories. <laughs> On on Sunday we had a little get together, just a, a few people watching the Super Bowl, and uh, I I love me some Garth Brooks. Uh, I in fact, when I was a young child, and my parents were about to have their second son, which turned into my brother Brooks, I was fully convinced as a four year old that they were naming him Brooks after Garth Brooks because Garth Brooks was certainly the most famous person in the world in 1991. <laughs> Maybe, maybe besides Michael Jackson and Princess Diana, but I was fully convinced that they were naming him after Garth Brooks. So I've always had a great affinity for Garth Brooks. It very much reminds me of my childhood, and uh, I remember being a, a little second grader and dancing to uh, the song Rodeo at the Hellgate Elementary School talent show. <laughs> this is all to say then that one of our friends that was at this uh, get-together informed me that Garth Brooks is actually potentially an evil person. I had no idea. <laughs> but, but this has had me uh, spinning down the rabbit hole last night. And so thank you for reconjuring up these memories. It, it's Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. If you're listening, we listen to you. Let us know. You got our song request. You got uh, a talking point request, anything you got. We'll do our best to let you be involved in the show. Thanks so much for kicking with us here on a Thursday. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, the Krista Redpath continues this week, presented by Sleep City. Krista is in Arizona. She is coaching a AAU team, and they are at a tournament down there in Arizona, but she's kind enough to join us on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Sleep City is your premier mattress dealer, not only in Missoula, but nationwide. Shop their selection of Simmons Beautyrest, Stern & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Serta, and King Coil mattresses. Come see Sleep City in Missoula or visit sleepcity.com. To learn more, let's take a look at the Big Sky Conference standings in women's basketball right now. From 1 through 11, we'll go rapid fire here. Here's how it stands. Montana State, 
moved into first place all alone today because Idaho State lost their fourth league game. So the Bobcats, a game behind the the Bengals in the win column, but a game ahead of the Bengals in the loss column at 11-3. and three. Idaho State now 12-4 and four after losing to Northern Colorado. It was a matinee. It was a noon game today. So MSU has Eastern Washington coming to town tonight. They have an opportunity to further strengthen that lead. Southern Utah is alone in third at 11-4 and four in league play. Sac State alone in fourth. One of the surprises of the league, but definitely one of the hottest teams in the league, having won nine out of their last ten to sit at nine and five in conference play, all alone in fourth. NAU split with the Montana schools last week proved pivotal because they now sit alone in fifth at eight and six. So they have a one-game lead in the win column over Montana, whose loss at NAU and then subsequent loss at Eastern Washington really hurts the Lady Grizz. Montana alone in sixth. And the team nipping at their heels, Idaho, is sitting there at 5-7. and seven. The Vandals have only won six games all year, but they have been better as of late. And they play Montana in Missoula tonight. Northern Colorado moved to 6-9 and nine with that victory over Idaho State. Eastern Washington sits at 4-10. and 10. Weber State is 4-11. and 11, And Portland State still in search of their first Big Sky Conference win, sitting there at 0-12. Krista, we talked about Sac State a little bit off the top, but I also think that when you look at the, the remaining schedules for some of these teams, I think there's several teams that have an opportunity to either affirm themselves or fall back in the Big Sky races depending on their schedules, and I think there's varying levels of difficulty of these schedules. As we always like to say, uh, there is no such thing as a win or loss on paper. You never know who's going to come up and bite you, but... Sac State, they host Weber State and Idaho State this weekend. Then they have Idaho and Eastern Washington, and then they have the Montana schools coming to Sacramento. So four out of their last six at home for the Hornets, and they have opportunities to really prove themselves as contenders with matchups against ISU, Montana, Montana State. So what do you think of that remaining schedule for Sacramento State? What do you think of the opportunity that they have here in Mark Campbell's first season? Well, I take a look at Sac State's losses, and they've lost to Montana, Montana State, Southern Utah, NAU, and Weber State. So they have some you know, losses to interesting teams in terms that it's pretty vast. It's spread out. So what that tells me, Coulter, is that the conference race is wide open, and it's whoever is going to claim the last two to three weeks of play here. And we could see some change in the, in, in the standings. I think that we have our first first three locked up in terms of where they're going to finish, but I think those bottom three through, you know, to the very bottom, other than Portland State, you know, having some struggles, I think we could see some major shifts. And Sac State's right in the mix for causing some disruption and, you know, trying to go after that first-round bye, which is very critical. And you look at some of these teams, they're going to finish with Montana on Friday at home. And so a lot of these teams, half the Big Sky teams are going to end on that Friday on the road. And they're going to have to make that trip directly from where they're at to Boise. So that extra day, being able to not have to play on that Monday, is really big for these teams that are finishing on Friday. The only Big Sky school, Coulter, that actually doesn't finish on Friday is Idaho State. They finish on the 2nd of March. So they have almost a week to prepare for Boise, and it's just the way the schedules rotate. Next year, it'll be somebody else. It's it's just a pretty equal domino um, or rotating schedule for for how how that ends up. The I love this time of year because you know neutral site tournament, everybody's going jockeying for position is important, but 
you know, I think that just getting out by is the most important and then letting the matchups play out how they are. And then you want to just be playing well when that time rolls around. We've also seen several of the veteran coaches in the league, whether it's Seton Sobolewski at Idaho State or John Newley at Idaho or Trisha Binford at Montana State, they have such experience and such a great formula for winning in these neutral site tournaments. And so you have to figure that they know how to get their teams to be playing well at that time because they've done this now seven times each. Each of those coaches has been there between 14 and 17 years, and now we're entering our eighth neutral site tournament when it comes to the Big Sky Conference. But I love this time of year because you start to be able to pick out pivotal games, games that are going to have repercussions not only in the standings with their direct result tonight, but also games that could sort of redefine seasons, games that could spark either winning streaks or losing streaks. And I think one of those games happens tonight in Missoula. Idaho has struggled really a lot this year, way more than people expected. That said, they're 5-7, and seven and they're only a game and a half behind the Lady Grizz, and the Lady Grizz have lost four out of their last six. They're only 5-6 and six since the new year. They have been searching for answers, and first-year head coach Brian Holsinger has said as much. I went to his coach's show on Wednesday, or excuse me, on Tuesday down there at Finn, and uh, he was saying, hey, we're just not good enough. We're not good enough as coaches. We need to do a better job. Uh, he was very emotional after the game against Eastern Washington. And so, to me, not only just this game in general in Missoula tonight, but the way this game begins is going to be so huge because I think Montana, their biggest issue right now is between the ears. I don't think it has much to do with on the court. I think it has to do with their mentality, how they hone their mentality back in, how they protect their home court. I'm going to be very interested and curious to see how the Lady Grizz start tonight. But this is one of, even though you're talking about a 7-6 and six team in league play and a 5-7 a and seven team in league play, this is an enormous game in Missoula tonight when it comes to jockeying in the standings and chasing those first-round buys. Oh, I think for sure. I mean, I, I think it'll be a good environment in Dahlberg. They'll be playing in front of fans, which is just awesome. Dahlberg Arena is great for a fan environment. And we've talked about this on previous shows. Coulter, we're on show number seven. Can you believe that? We've been doing seven shows this year. Crazy. I love it. Um, already. Um, yes. But I think that we also talked about making sure that you win at home. That's really big for the Lady Grizz to bounce back and get this win against Idaho. And we've covered kind of the X's and O's. But I agree with you that it becomes mental in terms of cleaning up some of, some of those um, mistakes and slips along the way and finding ways to win. You just have to will your way and find a way. And I think that that's what this Montana team is really trying to put together four quarters of consistent basketball. And I think tonight will be a good one. I know that uh, Sammy Fackin, she went out against Idaho State, but returned in that game. But that's not that uncommon when you talk about a rolled ankle. Oftentimes, right after you do it, is actually the best you're going to feel in a while. Then once it stiffens up, it's not great. Plus, the Lady Grizz have been on the road. A lot of times when you're talking about injuries that are so impacted with healing by swelling, it's not great to go on planes or buses because that's going to sort of slow your recovery. But she did warm up uh, before the Eastern Washington game on Monday but did not play. I'm not asking you whether she's going to play or not because I don't think anybody knows until we find out what happens tonight in Dahlberg. But how important is her healthy return? Because I think that she's sort of the straw that stirs the drink for Lady Grizz. So I think that uh, the senior who's Montana's leading scorer, but also probably their best on-ball and off-ball player offensively, she needs to get back healthy sooner than later if Montana wants to achieve its goals. Well, and Coach Holsinger is, is faced with somewhat of a conundrum that's probably taken out of his hands by the trainers. But do you, do you get Sammy back where she's not 100% healthy to try to win these games to get the bye? 
or do you let her get healthy so she's ready to go in Boise? So that's, that's kind of where they're at right now. The high ankle sprains are tough. I've definitely suffered from those before, and they're not really easy, especially for a player like Sammy that has that agility and relies on her athleticism of really penetrating and attacking the rim. It's very tough to get that quick first step back when you're coming back from an ankle injury. And you nailed it when you said it's tough to be on the road and trying to nurse an ankle. I mean, they've had five games in 11 days. It would have been six if Portland State wouldn't have rescheduled with the COVID protocol. So they actually did have a little window of recovery there. But I think it's really tough. And they are a different team without Sammy on the floor. Now, Coach Halsinger played his starters really a a ton of minutes early on, Coulter. Remember we talked about this, is that he didn't really go that far down his bench. True. And now we've talked about what are those repercussions now as we get close to Boise and those teams have really relied on a sole amount of players and now there's a guard that's not in the lineup. How do they play without her? And so I think some of that is coming into play now is that they just have really relied on the play of Sammy Fatkin. And they've got to see some other guards, you know, stepping up and being able to attack the rim. And when I say that, it just opens up the game so much more because you have to guard them honest. You know, if you can attack the rim, you're open for the penetrate kick. I think it makes Carmen G. Feller and Abby Anderson better underneath. And I, I think that it's just been a different type of game for Montana. But, I mean, we could go down the line and talk about that with every team and what they're faced with. So, again, they just need to find a way. We're on the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath. She's joining us on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. A couple more teams I want to get to and then a look at the slate for tonight. But let's take one more break and come back around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops to Crystal Redpath here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Back right after this. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. One, is now on ESPN Radio. What up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. It's the first hour of Thursday, so that means we are in the midst of Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath this week, presented by Sleep City. Krista is abroad. She is in Arizona for an AAU tournament for her son, but she'll be back in studio with us next week. But appreciate her joining us here on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Jen and Jennifer Hagen, leaders in our Missoula community, opened Sleep City back in January of 1999. They continue to op- own and operate Sleep City, and the future is bright with their ever-changing marketplace. They both work to ensure that their original sleep concept is maintained as the company grows. You can come visit Sleep City 
in Missoula, or you can visit online anywhere in the world, sleepcity.com. I must say the Higgins also have a wonderful daughter, Lauren Hagen, who I got to know very well during her time as a champion track athlete at Missoula Sentinel, and now she's at the University of Washington really representing for the Sentinel Spartans, the city of Missoula, and the state of Montana at a tremendous level as well. Great young lady, and uh, what a hard worker, what a great athlete. Let's talk more about the Big Sky Conference in women's hoops. The slate tonight includes a couple big games. First, Idaho in Montana, at Montana, excuse me, tonight, Eastern Washington at Montana State. The other games tonight, Portland State at Northern Arizona and Weber State at Sac State. Saturday's games include Idaho at Eastern Washington in a little rivalry game. Weber at Northern Colorado. Southern Utah at MSU in a big game. Idaho State looking to bounce back from their loss today against Northern Colorado, which we'll get to in just a minute. They are at Sac State on Saturday. And then Montana at Portland State. And then Monday, you got Montana at Idaho. So two times in five days between the Vandals and the Lady Grizz. NAU at Southern Utah and Montana State at Portland State. But, Krista, before we get into some of the big games tonight, let's talk about the game today. Northern Colorado defeats Idaho State. One of the most eye-opening results in the league so far this year. What did you think? What what went down? Well, I'll tell you. I got off the plane, changed from airplane mode, got (laughs) got on my phone, and I wasn't able to watch it but just saw that score, and I thought I read it wrong. Honestly, I really did. I mean, that's a huge win for UNC. I mean, just huge. And I think that they have been a team that has been on the bubble somewhat. You know, they've been, I put them down, you know, in the Idaho range, right around, you know, at five and nine. They've had some really nice wins. Uh, You know, Portland State, they've been able to beat. And they've had a couple other wins. But for the most part, I just didn't see that one coming. But I was blown away with Hannah Semental when I started reading back through the game notes and looking at the statistics. You know, 16 points, um, she played well um, across, the, across the board for um, UNC. Also, Kirsten Harden had eight rebounds. Allie Downing, another real strong player. Michaela Eisenbart, Jace Gorsman. Now, they're seniors. And so you take a look at that and you wonder if some senior leader veteran um, play happened here today. Um, UNC had quite a big crowd, 2,000 which leads me to believe it was a school day and they had students in there, but I'm sure it was really loud and, um, you know, 2,000 fans. That's just really fun for the environment. Um, Idaho State was out-rebounded, 27 to 37. And that also was an interesting stat for me. Um, There were 19 turnovers for Northern Colorado, but they still were able to pull it off. You know, it just came down to execution late. And Northern Colorado just had an awesome fourth quarter, outscored Idaho State 15 to four. And I just don't even, I didn't, I don't think Idaho State saw that coming. And when I take a look at Idaho State, Coulter, I'm just looking at it. You know, Dora Golish has not been in the starting lineup. Coach Shoveleski is just keeping her out. And I don't know if that's still her hand injury, but she only played 14 minutes. Um, and Montana Ultergy is now coming off the bench, and he's moved um, Callie Bourne right into the starting lineup. Um, but they really struggled. Callie ended up with 10 points, and Tamika Bitwin with 10, um, and Montana with 12 off the bench. But they weren't getting their normal offensive output from their, from their normal starters. We only have about four minutes left, so let's talk briefly about each of the two games in Montana tonight. First, let's start with the one here in Missoula, Idaho at Lady Grizz. One of the keys to victory for the host Montana squad looking desperately for a win. Quick keys to that game are going to be who's going to command their offensive presence, who's going to get defensive stops, and who's going to take care of the ball. So I think that's going to be really interesting because both of these teams have struggled with putting together four quarters of basketball. 
So I think it'll be interesting to see what happens, and whoever is able to do that will come out with a win. And in Bozeman, a big one as well, because Montana State showed great resolve in bouncing back after falling to Southern Utah last week by winning in Flagstaff. But now they got Eastern Washington team that's riding a ton of momentum after beating the Lady Grizz on Monday. But the Bobcats could take a full-game lead in the conference standings. They take care of business at home. What do you think the keys of the game are in Bozeman tonight? Well, I do think that Eastern's riding some momentum. You know, the play of Jacinda Buckley has been really good for Eastern. And I think if you're Montana State, you want you don't want to let them get into any kind of offensive rhythm. So I look at Coach Benford to come out and be really tough on the defensive end and try to lock them down. They also um, out-rebounded Montana. So I think it's going to be, you know, who's going to claim the boards, both offensively and defensively. So I think it's going to be a battle today, and it'll be interesting to see. But I think Montana State should – should be able to um, show the resilience that they have all year against Eastern. She's Chris Redpath. She joins us each Thursday for the first hour of Duana's Now. It's around the big sky at Women's Hoops. And this week, it's proudly presented by Sleep City. Sleep City is one of the largest luxury mattress dealers in the U.S., offering the best brands in the sleep industry. Their five-star rated mattresses, mattress store excuse me, is committed to improving your sleep by offering you the best specialty mattresses and bedding accessories available anywhere. You can always stop by their location here in Missoula, or you can visit sleepcity.com. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. I'm on my way out, so if you don't see me in the studio, have no fear. I'm going to a film debut down at the Roxy to kick off the Big Sky Conference. Excuse me, the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. I say Big Sky Conference so much around here. That's just sort of part of my lexicon, but I'll be uh, there. But we have a bunch of fun stuff coming up for you. Sean Rainey. From SWX Montana Television, as well as Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, as well as Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, to take you home here on your Thursday around the Big Sky and men's hoops coming up next here on Nuanas. Now, Krista, best of luck with your tournament this weekend, and thanks so much for joining us here uh, on ESPN Radio. Thank you, Coulter. Chris Redpath, best around. Appreciate her being here, and uh, she'll be back in studio next week, so very much look forward to having her back in our presence, but appreciate her making some time in her busy schedule to swing by today. Crazy, that is our seventh installment of Around the Big Sky in Women's Hoops. You can find all of the installments of Around the Big Sky in Women's Hoops, as well as everything that we do here at ESPN Radio on Nuanas Now, on the Nuanas Now podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that's available on all your podcast hosting platforms. And uh, you can always check that out. So we appreciate all of our awesome contributors around here. Like I said, I'm on my way out. I'm going to go watch Who We Are, a debut documentary down there at the Roxy Theater. Our good friend Rajim Seabrook will be hosting a panel discussion following the film. And we'll have a full recap of that for you tomorrow. So have no fear if you're watching on TV or YouTube. I will not be in the studio, but you will be listening to the dulcet tones and some great guests for you as well. Sean Rainey, Danny Sprinkle, Riley Corcoran. Three of our favorites around here at Nuanas Now. We'll do that in hour number two. Appreciate you being here on a Thursday. And keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.